Oof, it's been one hell of a week. I sure could use a previously on to catch up on Ghost on the Train. The new car, a dining car. You guys are in the dining car. You guys have set have set up uh, the last of these uh, soundproof booths with mirrors inside where, which people can eat. Two roughly like 35-year-old or 35-year-old people. One is a Scovlander, one is an Aruvian. They enter together while appearing very intentionally as though they are not, but very <sighs> obviously. Oh, that was a ghost earlier, wasn't it? Oh, oh goodness. Oh, oh, you have to protect me. Oh, oh, please, please, I'm in terrible danger. It's okay, sir. The ghost is gone now. The ghost? Just one ghost? Oh, are there more ghosts? <laughs> okay. Oh, this you, is great. You don't have to be weird about this. And we'll find out what he's being weird about next time. And you're not gonna believe what's coming up next. Before the destruction of the Gates of Death, the living based much of their morality on a just reward in the afterlife. The clans of Scoblin believed that beyond the gates were the great halls of their ancestors, where their departed loved ones waited to hear their life stories. So they strove to have good ones to tell. Severosi magicians believed that they would become one with the universe, so each living thing was to be treated as a dear friend. Ancient Eruvians believed in an afterlife with struggles much like this one, though your loved ones could prepare your body with spells and talismans to aid you, so they treated each other lovingly. The predominant belief in Akros was one of two destinations, a kind place for those who did good, and a punishment for those who did ill. These theories are all taken on faith, as only the dead could verify them. But after the destruction of the Gates of Death, how could one look to the spirits of the dead trapped among the living, and continue to believe? With the reality of but one life, many, like our line bulls, find deep wells of compassion within themselves, here in the depths of despair. But dastardly, greedy fools may wonder, what purpose, then, is there to be kind to one another? on a train this is a podcast where we play ghost lines it's an rpg by john harper i'm greg i'm your conductor i run the game i also edit sometimes i mean by sometimes you mean all, the time. all the time yeah it's, it's, you are the it's, sole it's editor of this podcast at least for now i'm hannah i play Angela anderson uh your girl i'm, I'm oh oh no no go uh, go ahead. I mean, normally we do guy next, but Stefan, yeah. if you want, I guess. Listen, so the only thing weird. consistent is the lack of consistency. Do we have consistency? Podcast. I always go first. Exactly. Because you're right there next to Greg. I think I went I first right yesterday. I don't think you went first. No, you, you didn't. didn't. Or, no, I, I, I think I went second yesterday. This is I terrible. Went first. I'm guy, I play Pip. <laughs> Pip is drunk. I wish I was. Don't we all? Yes. I mean, we can remedy that. No, not while we're podcasting. This is a sober activity. That's true. Regrettably. Uh, Who else is there with you, guy? I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Stefan. I play Drix, and clever thing to say. It's a real shame Terrell didn't reprise his role as Shark Boy for the sequel. I guess they just didn't have the proper bait. Bam. Ha ha ha. That was funny. No, it wasn't. <laughs> 
No, it's cool. We'll insert. We'll insert a funny joke. No, can we you, won't. Can we redo this whole thing? This was just like. <gasps> no. I, no. I think bad. <laughs> nope. No. Nope. <laughs> Too bad. He can cut some of the squabbling, but no. I cut stuff all the time, but you. We're, nobody's being spared this embarrassment. <laughs> um. So the pride of Duskwall. Speaking of embarrassment, the pride of Duskwall uh, has just cleared a ghost from the top of the train. A tragic uh, little child uh, ranch hand who uh, was messing around with uh, some magnetism as he was entangled in the Pride of Duskwall's uh, electro fields. Uh, he's been cleared from the train itself, and as the bulls headed on down, the Eruvian man, uh, who totally didn't get, hop onto the train with the Scoblander of a similar age group that he's always next to, um, Separately from the Scoblander, however, uh, came to the crew car, uh, at first hysterical, calling for protection at the notion of a ghost, uh, at ghosts, and then when he heard it was just a singular ghost, uh, sort of channeled that energy into, uh, hysterical laughter, and, uh, I think we're gonna go right on back to the crew car, where our line bulls are, like, partially, you know, helmets off of their encounter suits, maybe, with this, uh, well-to-do, uh, mid-thirties, uh, Eruvian man. First, I I have something as a sideline, and I'm upset that it didn't come up, because oh. we were dealing with magnets, and I didn't get in a single ICP reference, despite the fact that Stefan was also drinking Fago at the time. This is upsetting to me, personally. That sounded like a fucking foreign language to me. Uh, insane clown posse. I think, I think magnets are also a thing for them. I guess? I know hatchets are a thing. Hatchets are a thing, but mostly it's just magnets. How the fuck do they work? That's they're the origin of magnets. How they work? I yeah. thought that was just a thing. <laughs> no, that's that's them. That is amazing. Like, one of the two things that I know about insane clown policy. The guy is covering up the fact that he's a secret juggalo. He's actually yeah, sitting next say, to hey, me. Hey, juggalos, juggalos, send us an email. Send us an email, juggalos. In character, if you must, please make. Hey, if if any of you juggalos send us a, an in character suggestion, you just made juggalos canon ghosts on a train. So <sighs> that's true. Somebody uh, has that power. So anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to head right back to the crew car. Oh, it's just one ghost. That's excellent. Oh, this is great. Oh, oh, this is great. All of you, what are you doing right now? What are you doing right now? Recovering. Listen, I see you guys have a dining car. I'm going to buy all of you dinner. This is great. Oh, this is, oh, this rules. Oh, oh, I have such a weight off my chest. Come on. I'm, I'm significant eye contact with Drix and uh, uh, Pip. You make significant eye contact with the one of Pip's eyes that can actually focus. Sure. Can, can we just uh, meet you at the dining car? We, we, we have to like finish up here real quick. Of course, of course, of course. I'll, I'll get a booth out for us. Thanks. And he leaves. That was weird, right? Uh, like, as the door opens up, and like he's like, ah, ha, 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 then it closes, and you stop hearing it. But he's still, he's still clearly laughing. That, okay. that, that's definitely weird. Uh huh. I didn't think that these, uh, these doors were that soundproof. That's good to know, actually. Huh. Uh, yeah, actually. Now that you think about it. Huh? I um, mean, you do, do you know what this means? Okay. This, this I, might be the greatest revelation that we've had. It means that Andrew. <laughs> it's like it's like dulled, okay? You, you know, it's not like hermetically sealed. Pip, but Pip, like... Pip, Pip, I think what Andrew, really this, matters. Andrew, what... this directly, this directly relates to you and how like this is very important. I need you to understand this. You can swear 
and no one is going to notice. It's just gonna be us, and we're gonna say nothing. All right, Andrew can say fuck. That is a tempting offer. Hold on. It, However, was, was this an issue? Was what is Candace gonna come in and like watch? I mean, no, I. I, I think it's more just sort of like that. that like you got the on like moral compunctions of just like, oh, it's a bad word. I shouldn't say when there's anyone around. But like, we're 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 us. It's it's fine okay. around us. I. Thank you for that. I appreciate that I, I have that freedom. Can we figure out if that guy's going to try and murder us? Oh, yeah. Oh, almost definitely. I, I mean, it seems shockingly obvious. It's kind of unsettling, right? Like, I'm... I'm... So what should we do about it? Uh, actually, I mean, what we usually do is just sort of kind of walk into the jaws of death, wait for the trap to spring, and then just sort of hope that we can limp our way out of it afterwards, so... Now... Just, just b- before we do that, which inevitably is probably going to be the thing that we do, because it's always the thing that we do. Maybe we should flirt with the idea of creating a plan. Now I know this sounds unlike me, but <laughs> we did almost die against a demon literally two weeks ago. All, all right, so uh, we're, we're gonna flirt with the guy. All right. It's, I mean, it's, I don't know. You have said. you seen? Have you seen how he's looking at that Scottish dude? I don't. I don't think he's gonna. Be oh my open. gosh! You two? I. I was like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was really wondering about the will they, won't they oh, of it all. When I was when I was passing them on the way to the dining car. Oh my god! It was it was insane. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Honestly, I thought I walked into like a, a piece of like open eye beam or something, but no, it was just like the eyes that they were making at each other. It formed like a physical barrier. <laughs> <laughs> maybe well, we okay. should ooh, maybe we should go get the Scottish guy and oh, get him to come with us right. and uh the, oh, this oh, guy oh, hold on this, hold on this guy no let me finish i stop interrupting people it's very rude and the Scottish guy can come with us and the aruvian guy won't want to murder us because that would make him look bad but here's the thing if he's got something that's going on, we would be involved in another passenger in a potentially life-threatening situation. And I at least have some moral compunctions over that. I guess. Okay, I, I have a different, or I have actually a different objection to that. If we were to put those two in the same dining car booth, it's, li- it's liable that we would be rendered unable to move from the thickness of the sexual tension in the air. That's true. It'd be a lot jelly. (laughs) Alright, well, if anyone else has any ideas, we should say them quickly because we have been talking for a long time. (laughs) uh, And he's definitely gonna start thinking it's weird that we're not there yet. (laughs) That's actually quite an idea. Maybe we should just go with your plan. (laughs) Okay! What if... Hold on a sec. Pip, I'm putting you on a timer. You You have one minute. All right, so we built the dining car, and it's basically designed so like it's a whole bunch of mirrors, so you can't really like see out. So what if we we take the uh, the other guy and we bring him along, but only a couple of us go in the booth, and we mention he's out there, and just like kind of show him he's there. That way he's kind of nearby, and we get the best of both worlds. But we don't put him in any sort of life-threatening situation. Deliberately. Okay, that is fair. 
Okay, sure. Let's just do it. We're on again a limited time here, so fair, like, let's just fair do enough. It. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Pip, it's cool. If anything gets weird, Greta can protect us with her big strong arms. Oh no, she's gonna be there too. <laughs> it's the dining car. Pip, 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 pip. Just, just flirt with him. Did, do I love him like a chicken nugget? What? Okay, we're going. We're right, go I'm let's going. Just, let's just yeah, go you ahead. head into the uh, yeah the passenger car. As as you walk out, uh, one of the uh, kids uh, with that uh, one of the teenagers with that one adult uh, is looking at you guys and is like writing something down. It's weird. They're like they're like trying to like really take in different details of you three. Yeah, you pass to the parlor like, car. What kind of details? Like our our physical descriptions. <laughs> But uh, but one of them one of them does look and is like, uh, Cotty eyes? No, <laughs> that's nothing. <laughs> Eel-like face? <laughs> no. <laughs> is this all? Is this all Pip? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's keep going. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, you open up the parlor car. Um, Georgie, uh, Georgie is there. Uh, and so is the Scovlander. Georgie sees you uh, all like Dina Fash, uh, uh, Mr. Ma'at, uh, let me know that uh, he invited you into the dining car so we can just pass on through. Uh, Alright. Okay. Thanks, Georgie. Who's getting the other lad? I'm uh, a child, so not me. Alright. You, you guys have. I, 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 can, <laughs> I can handle it. I can handle it. Tricks? Trust you, this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of pressure has been suddenly heaped upon me, but oh, okay. Um, Alright, you got this. Drix, Drix kind of like, kind of like sidles up to the guy. Where, where's the guy in the parlor car? Uh, he's sitting on one of the, um, the coin-operated chairs. There's another coin-operated chair nearby that uh, clearly has still has like time in it. It must be where the Eruvian was sitting, mm -hmm. and he's just sort of like casually looking at the chair and then looking at uh, like a book. <laughs> but his eyes aren't moving. He's clearly not reading the book. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey, hey. Uh, excuse me. Oh, I'm terribly sorry, Mr. Lionbull. Uh, do you uh, need something? Perhaps should I head somewhere? Um. Well. So we were about to uh, have dinner with another passenger who gave us a very kind and uh, a very kind and generous offer. And I'm I'm a big believer. You know where I'm from in Severus. We always try and spread the spread the wealth. So I, I just wanted to you know pay it forward. And, you know I he'll, he'll get my food and I'll get your food. How about that? Oh, uh, certainly. I I mean I. I am not hurting for, for money, perhaps, but if, if you want me to head into the dining car, I guess I could head into the dining car right now. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're not doing anything, I... I'm traveling alone, so, you know, it's up to me when I go places. <laughs> it, it, it's it's definitely up to you when you go places. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to interrupt your, you know, reading, obviously, but... Oh, oh, do, 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 do not, don't, don't worry, we've got plenty of train ride left, let's go! <laughs> and starts heading into the dining car. Yay! <laughs> Yeah, I follow. Guess we'll also go. Here we go. Yeah, he, he starts to uh, walk into a booth, opens up the booth, and you hear from inside, Oh, I'm terribly sorry. This uh, booth is already occupied. Oh, I am very sorry, sir. I'll find another booth. Uh, excuse me, uh, Miss Chef. Yes, uh, 
Do you perhaps need another booth? That one is clearly open over there. I suppose you can join the gentleman if you'd like. No, 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 no need, no need, ma'am. No need, ma'am, I will head into this booth. <laughs> Andrel is making the same expression that I, Hannah, am making right now, which is just face in hands. Drixus. Drix is just, like, both amused and baffled at what is happening in front of him. <laughs> Kip was facing the other way for the entirety of this exchange, somehow. Man, this is really a thing, huh? Yeah, it's, it's, it's just gonna be a rough one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, murder box? I mean, batting booth? Yes, let's do that. Oh, it's the one. I hope nobody is getting murdered in any of our booths. Sorry, I could not help but over here. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's just a joke between the line bulls. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we call everything a murder box. I was about to say this dining car was just added. The fact that you have an inside joke that I am excluded from it uh, kind of hurts a little bit. It's, it's, it's mostly just like each individual train car is kind of like box shaped, so it's, it's, it's like it's a murder box. Because, like, if I ghost, you see, it's, it's, it's a joke. Yeah, we, we murdered the ghost. Yeah, also, you know... Um, <laughs> That's the spirit. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Hey. Oh, I, I see you see, when you spend as much time around each other as the three of us do, you just kind of... That's the spirit! <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I just let that one pass me by entirely. Uh, that was the most gross uh, thing I think that's ever happened in this podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah, Jesus. it was. <laughs> You're bad. I don't like you. I cannot believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Greta's Greta's smiling a whole lot. <laughs> Is she smiling less because Pip was the only one that like reacted favorably? No, no, no. She's she's fine. She's. I don't think Andrew reacted unfavorably, just like, oh man, she really got me. Other, I am reacting unfavorably. <laughs> I, Hannah, hated this that. This is an out-of-character, holy shit, why would you do this to me? But yeah, but yeah, Greta, Greta's arms folded, less smiling. Alright, well, uh, go on ahead, I'll get you any food you want, and um, I know he's paying for it, but I'll, I'll toss an extra since I know it is you. Thanks, Greta. Thanks. I kindly appreciate it. You're great. That's what my my name spells. Greta, because of the A at the end. You just move it. And then it's oh, yeah. It's, I got you. Uh, it's, I like that. That's a pretty fun saying. What could you... Ixert? All right, let's go sit at this table. Does <laughs> Ixert mean anything? Nah, I suppose not. Tricks! <laughs> Yeah, so you head into the mirrored, soundproof booth. Your Ruvian man uh, is sitting there. Thank you so much for uh, coming here. Oh, I'm so, I'm beyond pleased. Let me explain myself, however. Uh, especially in this booth, where prying eyes will, uh, prying ears will not hear us. I am a, um, well, you probably have not heard of me directly, but I am Kotar Ma'at. And, um, I am a wealthy man around uh, Uduwasha. I've worked a lot with the Imperials. Business is good. In fact, I was waiting on a business partner some weeks ago, and while he did come to see me, whilst I uh, slept in my home in Imperial Holdings of Udwasha, uh, it was not in the manner I expected. My business partner, Mr. Miser, manifested physically in my home as a spirit. Uh... <laughs> Angel did not make that noise, I did. 
continue. And he told me, uh, he, he was covered in chains, weighed down by them, it seems. And he said, Kotor Ma'at, I, I have now learned um, the, the folly of my ways and how greed has ruined my life and blinded me to the things uh, that would make me truly happy. And then he followed up saying that I would be followed up, I would be visited by three spirits. So naturally, I got hopped on the first train I could and got out of here. <laughs> so the fact that there was only one spirit and I didn't even see it, I'm safe. I'm good. I think I'm, I think I'm great. Thank you so much for that. Uh, are you sure it's not like medical, metaphorical? It's sort of like, because like, there's three of us. Well, okay. Um... But, but what do we learn from us? Oh, look, no. Andrew would need a, another. Ear. I'm pretty sure you're not ghosts. I mean, we've we sometimes talked about like Pip maybe being a hollow, but I guess that's different. And yeah. it's still, uh, uh, still Kotar Kotar uh, snaps a finger in front of Pip and says, uh, "Start writing down our orders." Just, I don't even have any paper. Not, not a, a hollow. hollow. Not a hollow. Okay. All right, so, uh... There was just... I'm still really stuck on that time of one time I that I asked him to punch himself in the face, and he did! It seems like we just had to, like, take it down off the theory board for now. It's... <sighs> just, there's just too much evidence, you know? Maybe, yeah. But now is not the time for you to talk business. I mean, I'd love to hear more about you, but really, let's get some food. Uh, well, What should we write down to he- he- send in, uh, down the tube? This is very exciting. Wait, do, do you have something to write down on? Yes, uh, this stack of uh, this stack of uh, uh, order slips. How did they get there? You like write them down. You put them into the tube. If you were a hollow, you would have uh, instead of paying attention to the conversation, you would have uh, reconnoitered the entire room. <laughs> Very good workers. Plenty of hollows uh, at my off at my uh, factories. Huh. huh? They they don't ask for pay. <laughs> yeah, I I gathered. Just food and water. Hollows are not dead, of course. Yeah, yeah, we're, no. We're, we're aware. Pip exchanges significant eye contact. <laughs> Potentially. Can't believe the conflict of this line is not fighting a ghost. It's just being trapped in a conversation with a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> F. Correct. <laughs> so, uh. Yeah, let's. Food? Yes. Food? It's food. Yeah, yeah let's get order. some food. Nachos. Do they have nachos? Whatever, man. All right, nachos. Uh, onion rings. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Pip, what do you order? Uh, chicken tenders, and also a big flowery drink. He is he is writing this down. Nachos, onion rings, chicken tenders. Well, I'm very very thankful for you all, and um, I look forward to. Riding on the Pride of Duskwall again sometime, uh, perhaps on the way back, since, you know, I'm sure once the night is over, those three spirits won't join me. When you hear it, there's like a bing, bing, bing noise for the uh, magnetic tube. It's like, oh, all right. Looks like the nachos are on the way here. <gasps> uh, tube comes out. There's like a, f- yeah, the little food tube tray of like nachos. Those look scrumptious. Yeah, they're great. They're stacked with like they've they're stacked with you know ground rat meat, cheese, lettuce, tomato. There's some amount of jalapeno, but I'm sure I'm sure does Andrew share your spice? No, uh, Andrew is a, a braver woman than I am. Tight jalapeno, oh, and it's like it's like crunchy too. It's not soggy because you know it's, it's it's traveled like a total of like I don't know ten feet down this tube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Um, the tube uh, pops open. Uh, those nachos steam up. Tear, tear it in. Andrew, uh, you, you pick up that sweet, sweet nacho. Sturdy chip. Uh, you know, you got, got a good amount of cheese on there. Just a little bit of a t- tomato. Some of the nice rat. Uh, half of a jalapeno. As you bite into it, from out of the nachos uh, comes an otherworldly uh, mist. And suddenly, around the mirrored walls of the booth, reality begins to kaleidoscope. And you hear, Kotor Mox! I am the first of three spirits that will visit you this night. I have came here to show you how you have ignored love in your past. And yeah, like the world around you changes. Um, uh, the the world expands beyond this booth. You're in some sort of a boarding schoolhouse. There's a there's. Ash from the uh, the Sunfall volcano. You're in Sunfall. That's to the west of Bright Harbor. That's not at all where you are right now. And uh, you look, Kotor Kotar Maat is there, but there's also a younger looking child who looks vaguely similar to Kotor Maat. <laughs> Andrew turns to her two companions and says, "Should we do something about this?" The nachos are gone. <laughs> No. Honestly, I, I kind of want to see this play out. It's it's not often you get to see like someone come to like a dramatic personal realization. You know. You shall not be free until you recognize the love that is there in your life. Instead of seeking profit, seeking profit. Seeking profit. And Kotar Maad is like, oh, this is exactly what I didn't want. This is oh oh oh, this is horrible. Oh, you know what? I mean, it's not hurting you. Yeah, but I don't want to be here. Here well, sucks. This is school. Well, then you've just got to recognize the love that you have in your life instead of seeking profit, right? Yeah, it's... it's, Honestly, it seems like it kind of laid out the plan. Also, this place is swanky. I don't see what the problem is. Yes, there's not a single... I didn't have any love in my life here. All I had were kids who made fun of me. And, uh, you know, the the only time it would let up is sometimes uh, when my father would call for me to come back home when he did. So, would you say that you were confronting a lot of loneliness from around this time? What? You, you do you realize you're talking to at least, like, two orphans, right? Yeah, my parents are dead. That just means that you always miss them. I know that my father wasn't around. My father made a choice to not be around. Your parents didn't have a choice. Um... You, you're being real insensitive right now, mate. It's, it's quite rude. Yeah, I would... I would not do that. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Isn't it nicer to have your parents around a little bit than not at all? Ugh, you sound just like my sister. Every single time it'd be like, oh, father called for me now. And she'd be like, well, I'm excited to see you. You had a sister? Was she nice? I guess she was all right. You know, I only saw her when I came home and she'd come to pick me up. Oh, well, what what, what do you, what, don't you think that maybe she might have been important to you hey hey go spirit man can we can we see his sister can we like change the, the change the whatever's going on here kotor maat shall be trapped here until he learns okay we, we all, right, all right you could perhaps roll something to look around oh okay um i'll do that i'll roll i guess an insight Guy, I'm using your dice again. So let's see if they fuck me. Okay, don't. They did. God I got a damn it. Two. 
I got a yeah. six for it all. Okay, so one question. I can't yeah. believe I got Hannah cursed dice for her birthday. <laughs> Let's see. This Let's is see. the worst. Oh, yeah. Well, no. Well, I rolled again, and I, I mean, like, that didn't count. But they don't always roll twos, it would appear. Just rolled two fours. Anyway, how could I get him to recognize the law? <laughs> what is the best way to play? Perhaps uh, explaining to him uh, some hidden act of service by his sister, maybe. Mm, interesting. Let's talk about your sister. So Andrew, like, plops down on the ground. <laughs> well, there's desks. This is a school. Oh, Andrew plops down at a desk. Let's talk about your sister some more. Hip sits on top of a desk. Drix goes to the chalkboard and picks up a piece of spectral chalk. What did you, what was it like hanging out with her? Well, I, it was all right. Sometimes we'd play, uh, play cards or, um, dice or, I don't know, but, but I only, I only spoke with her. I only really got to spend time with, you know, for a couple of days when I was home because, you know, after the ride back, she'd always be too tired and. You know, I'd I'd want to play, but she she'd be she'd be too sleepy. What was she tired from? How long was the ride? But did did she have a job? She, huh? Father never sent any servants to pick me up. It was always just a coach with my sister. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of like deliberate. Seems like maybe she wanted to see you, so she came herself even though there might not have been a mandate to. She'd ride across the city through the night to pick me up, and then I'd take a little nap in the back, and she'd ride all the way back. It sounds like she loved you. I think we're getting somewhere, guys. You see, uh, opening up the door, you see somebody, like, 15 years old, like a 15-year-old uh, girl, she opens the door, and she's like, Kotar! And you see the little Kotar's like, <gasps> Caesar. And then suddenly she says in a voice that is not her own, You have recognized the love before you. Now you are prepared to perish. And uh, it becomes a horrifying specter. Oh, come on. This is traumatic. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Yeah. How is this helping? Yeah, this ghost had such a positive modus operandi until this moment. Yeah, geez. All right. Let's, Let's go, guys. Do you still have our gear? I think so, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Who wants to who wants to uh lead the bulls against the supernatural? Andrew. Andrew. Andrew can take yeah. it. Alright. I uh, did say let's go, so <laughs> Alright, you know the drill. You guys swear to follow her orders without hesitation? Yeah. Yep. Which is crazy. I am a child, but I appreciate it. You have worked this line in area before oh, now. So I trust Andrew with my life. So I think just take a straight up roll. Okay. Come on, guys. Dice. Guys, Dice gave me a six for a nine total. Yeah. All right. Pick your one thing for the, uh, the you know, seizing the initiative, orderly disposition, or particular opportunity. Hmm. Let's seize the initiative. Yeah. Hell yes, hell yes. You can make the opening move oh, through the no. anchor. You can oh, secure no, the ghost's attention to. and draw it into contact with you. Okay. I will continue yelling. Alright, roll steel. <laughs> I'd like to not panic, disengage, or flee. Hell yes. Uh, I do. You do. That is a four. <laughs> yeah, Angela, you start yelling, you start yelling, and then the ghost uh, 
half girl, half horrible uh, past spirit lurches for you, and uh, you immediately, like, you're standing in front of Kotar. Andrew is now ah! completely away. The ghost is now coming towards Kotar, un- okay, unimpeded. Sorry. <laughs> what do you? What do you? What do you want to do? I have something. It is not going to go favorably for me personally. I would like to use my ghost grabbing gloves to slap this fifteen-year-old girl. Just like get out of the way. Stop this. You shout. Okay. This. Roll force, I suppose. Do it. This is child abuse. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's half half a girl. It's also a horrible ghost that is not actually. This is the girl. line that ah, we're this... gonna keep beating up children. This ghost is at yeah, least. Yeah, this 30. is the second <laughs> child we've beaten up. Yeah. This on this line. We here at Ghosts on a Train do not condone child abuse. No. Hey, <laughs> I got an eight. I take. Okay. Her. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Wait, which, what's what? What's the one that you want to do? Uh, I would like to create an opportunity for Grix to do something. As I slap this, I slap this spectral, ghosty, fifteen-year-old girl who probably looks now like much more horrifying because this feels like a dreamscape oh, yeah. sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, are you sure you don't want to like just drive it away from Kotar? Well, it's, it's drive them back, see something, or create an opportunity. And I so also what's, have, so what's the opportunity you want to create? Uh, are like, are you like grabbing it? Like, I, yeah, I would like to sort of like push it more in the direction of Grix. Where it'd be like within range of uh, cool beans, like away from the path that I was taking, because she thrashes against you, against you, and uh, you do take a two harm as uh, you like you you go you grab her with the ghost grabbing uh, gloves, and uh, yeah, there's like a crackle of electricity. And, like, you really physically, this is a ghost. You physically grab her and like push her towards Strix away from Kotar, and then she like sl- like smacks you, and you uh, you fly into a couple desks. And Kotar like ducks ducks past you and like hides behind another desk. Oh hey, there's gum under here. Go, Drix. <laughs> um, alright. Drix is or yeah, Drix pulls his hat down, applies his mask, and slides his hat back up. And uh here's what he's gonna do. Ghost is flying towards me, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh you know what? Let's fire away. He's gonna wait for the ghost to get into very short range, because he doesn't wanna, you know mess around and, you know, hurt the, uh, hurt the passenger, and he's gonna pump two lightning oil. Oh, shit! he's going to blast it with his lightning hook. Hey. Oh, no. Oh, sweetheart. Um, okay. Even with your plus two? So, that's plus four. Oh, thank god. I got up to a seven. I got up to a seven uh, thanks to the two lightning yeah. oil. Alright, what you wanna do? <laughs> I think uh suffer little harm in return. Hell yeah. So you uh zap the ghost, uh several desks and papers and things uh fly around you, but you're like like ducking and diving between them, uh and like one like heavy uh paperweight <laughs> smacks you in uh your masked face. Uh, for one harm, but this this goes uh, like a- after the paperweight hits you and you shake uh, your head, uh, your vision returns to you, and you are now sitting back in the booth, foot planted next to the nachos. My nachos! Your lightning hook up in the air, and you hear like, Kotarma Art, you have been saved by the love, by the love of, of, others. of others, but it is not 
for love for you. For you, for you. You shall be visited by a ghost, by a ghost by a... that will display to you the effects of your lack of love to others. To others. To others. Can I eat my nachos now? <laughs> yeah, everybody's sitting there. Yeah, you can, you can eat some nachos. I'm gonna eat my fucking nachos. <laughs> the Aruvian go, uh, Kosar Mahats goes, all right, yeah, I'm leaving. And uh, goes to open up the booth, and yeah, the booth doesn't open. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna help. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the moment you sealed us into here, before telling us about, you know, your three ghost conundrum, we were all going to be trapped into this booth. I, uh, you know, we'll be there to protect you, and also it seems like the ghosts are teaching you lessons. Oh, really? Like, I've got to be taught a lesson? I mean, yeah. It's, it, apparently, if ghosts are visiting you, you needed to learn about your sister. Yeah, well, imagine if I... L- listen, how, how how old did you know about Mr. Miser? Like, it... Well, he's my business partner, but obviously mostly in Akaros, and he was always traveling anyway. He was also kind of, you know, worshipping demons, so, like, maybe not, like, the most trustworthy of individuals. Also, I'm just gonna be clearly... Not a great, uh, clearly not a great role model. I mean, listen, listen. I will, I will always trust Kuset with my own faith personally. But um, Kuset being one of the four demonic princes. Yeah, there's a difference. So that one's kind of like more physical, you know, like present rather than like trying to just like bring it to the place and then trying to murder the inhabitants. Well, all right, Imperial. We don't have to discuss you claiming that you know uh, my my worship of Kuseg is, is metaphorical or something. All right, you, you, maybe you don't know about Aruvia. I mean, maybe I look. I uh... shoop. There's a mechanical uh, magnetic tube as oh, uh, no. the nachos, oh, the, the onion rings appear. Sorry. Look, I don't know too much about the demon princes on account of the whole raised in an Imperial orphanage thing. But maybe this is Kuset trying to tell you you're a dick. <laughs> I mean, they control supernatural phenomena, right? And this is a supernatural phenomena. I learned the word phenomena in the dictionary. Of course, of course. Uh, yeah. Drix crunches one of those onion rings. And also, you said it a bunch of times last week when we were talking about the Black Wind. As, as Drix crunches on the onion rings and Andrew is saying that, the, the reality kaleidoscopes within the, uh, the booth. Um, Alright, here we go again. And uh, you're within, a, within a, a home in Uduwasha, and you see there is a, there's an Aruvian family. A man, a woman, and like uh, three daughters... And three sons. One of the sons uh, is is underneath a blanket with uh, with some towels over his head. And Kotar is like, I have no idea who this is. And you hear a voice say, Understandable, Kotar Ma'at. Your employees are not people to you, it would seem. This is what the scene of many, many who work for you. The boy is dying. And Kotar goes, And? And there's no response. <laughs> Dude, what the hell? Seriously, come on. I'm not. I don't control the rate at which boys die. <laughs> I mean, no, this is honestly kind of fair. I mean, like, he's I, on he, one hand I get it, but on the other hand, it's just like it, he looks sick. Do you pay his family enough to buy him medicine? I pay the minimum. That should be enough, right? No, it's gonna be livable. Otherwise, you got people like us, or like, or like her, who's, who's like, she, she's an actual child doing a life-threatening employment 
on a regular basis. I murder ghosts for a living because the other option is going to work in a mill or something and risking starving to death because you people pay terrible wages. People can't survive on this. Do, do you know? Well, I don't get how this is a lack of love on my part, all right? Uh, 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 Honestly, I was kind of hoping for something else for all present right, love. I but... hate to not be hospitable, but I'm going to lay this out for you. Your Leave lack it. of love is your lack of care and appreciation for everybody who works for you so you know what maybe you should pay all of your employees enough so that they could you know pay for medicine and other things like i don't know a better house or better clothing so that you know they don't get sick in the first place yeah 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 or just like health insurance, although this it's, it's a whole other kind of racket. That's that's well, a different thing. I mean, I would, I I, I don't see how just raising their pay a little bit would do all that, would it? Hey, listen, this is this is something very important. I need you to, to understand it on a fundamental level, deep in the very core of your being. People say that. Money doesn't bring happiness, and that's true. You know what money does bring? A stable state, a mental well-being, because it's something you don't need to worry about. And the ability to live. You overhear the the man going, um, well, it'll take our last three coins, but we'll get the medicine for this month. And Kotar goes, three coins? That's all it costs for the month? Yeah, and it seems like they don't have it. How much do you pay them? I, well, I mean, I, I, I don't need to disclose that to you, but... How much did this meal we're getting cost? We're saving you from ghosts! <laughs> I suppose if I just raised their wages enough so that his boy would be healthy, it, it, it really is not a lot of money out of my pocket considering how much I make from all of my profits. Look uh, uh, this way. How how long do you think it would how how long do you think it would take for you to spend all the money that you have? Hmm? If the answer is more than your lifetime, then like the Kotar starts to say something. There's a cough from the uh, little boy. He goes, <coughs> "It would take him him several lifetimes and an afterlife that he could likely afford through a whole 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 an afterlife that I shall shortly send him to." Send him, send him, send him. And the little boy turns into a ghost. Uh, I kind of don't want to kill this one. <laughs> Listen, in this case, it's not going to be pleasant, but we're doing him a kindness. Is is slow suffering versus like fast suffering? Nobody, nobody brought any spirit bottles, did they? Because we could, you know, just like bottle this one and then set it free on our next trip. <laughs> I mean, look, the little boy isn't real. I'm not worried about he's, that. He's I just not, don't but know also that this like... guy necessarily deserves to be alive. Anyway, let's roll some dice because... <laughs> Ouch, all right. Compressed timelines. <laughs> hey, li- listen, it's... I'll, I'll get it. I really do. But we, we Pip, you, do you roll right Yeah, roll, roll the fucking dice, guy. Lead- wait, wait, hold on. Are you leading the bulls against Supernatural? Yeah? I guess so. Uh, nope, that is a four. I do nothing. Heck. You can do the opening move, however. Uh, what's your roll again? Four. Bad. 
I, I do. No, what's your role? Sorry, as an R O L E. Oh, rook, I'm the rook. Right? I'm the rook. Hell yeah! Want to open up with that lightning hook, baby? I do. I'm rolling force. Hell yes! This is my last time taking rook. I have a plus zero in this. This is pointless. It makes me yeah. mad and upset. I've got a minus one in steel. Think how I feel. It's gonna be well rounded. That's another four. Fuck. <laughs> So you fire up the uh, heavy lightning hook. You see uh, the spirit comes out of the bed and uh, a horrid like leg brace twists. Uh, the, the metal of it twists and like collects the uh, electricity of the heavy lightning hook and uh, zaps it back at you for uh, two harm. <laughs> this is some. This is some. Some rat piss, cities. Yeah, now he's floating around with zapping going on. It looks cool, but this is some rat piss. Yep, Angel Drix. Someone do something. I'll do my thing, I guess. Can I just smack it? Yeah, you can always zap it. I'm just gonna smack it. Everyone has a lightning bolt. Yes. Um, that's a 12. Fuck yes! Bam, bam, bam! Do everything! God, what does that look like? What's your opportunity or driving the back or whatever? Uh, Paint me a word picture. Hmm. Oh, I hate painting word pictures. Let's see. Uh, I'm gonna take out my, my hook, uh, and I'm I'm going to look to uh, the Aruvian, and I'm gonna go. You better be paying your employees better after this, okay? That is the only reason that you are worth saving right now. And I'm <laughs> gonna like kind of swing the uh, ghost as I hit it towards Drix's vicinity so that he, so Hell that he has yes. an easy, easy hit. The, uh, the like, brace, the crackling brace goes flying as it smashes into the ground and it, like, dents uselessly off of the uh, anchor suit. Uh, Drix, it's right there. Our double lightning oil again, and let's do a lightning hook. Yeehaw! <laughs> That's true, you do have spare lightning oils mm-hmm. since he you're does. the owl. He's the owl. Oh. Okay, that would be an eight. I, it is really good that I am using these double lightning oils. <laughs> All right. Is that eight after everything? Eight after everything. What's the one that you want to do? Uh, I want to suffer little harm in return. Because, oh boy. Yep. Uh, so yeah, this thing's in the ground, and you just zap it, uh, and it like reaches out one horrible ghostly hand that sort of like a. Uh, it hits you in like the shoulder, and you feel like that, like a, a bruise of one harm. Uh, but then it dissolves, and uh, yeah, as as you wince in pain, bing, back in the, <laughs> you're back in the uh, the booth. Andrew's lightning hook is over the table, uh, and like the onion rings are sort of in like a, a little like that they're, they're ringed around the end of the lightning hook. <laughs> Don't have to be toddled, lesson. Drix would like to roll an insight check. Sure thing. Uh, I wanna. So the first ghost left after we defended him, and the second ghost just kind of like dissipated, but we didn't really destroy it. So Drix is go or Drix. Uh, here I'll roll and then I'll ask. <laughs> wow. Okay. I I got a nine. Can't believe I rolled Yay! good with like a minus one. It's Still happened. just a hold one, I think, so let lay it on me. Um, alright, alright. How can I get these ghosts to leave without harming us? 
How can you get these ghosts to leave without harming them? Because these ghosts are doing the right thing. Drix, wa- Drix doesn't want to have to hurt them for yeah, also, changing like, this bastard. You can't is also like a, uh, is valid. Action. Passion? Action. If you, it's one thing for, it's one thing for Kotar Ma'at to acknowledge something, something and learn a lesson, but, uh, he's yet to actually, like, take an action to, you know, be more loving to others. So if you can convince him to act on something, right. not just say, like, I'm going to do something, like, actually act on something. I, I think you know yeah. what needs to be done. Drix is now, Drix has a mission now. All right, bulls, sidebar real quick. Mm. As you're sidebarring, the chicken tenders show up. God damn it. No, it's cool. You, you keep sidebarring. Oh, 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 wait. I'll, I'll, I'll wait. Kotar's like, oh, don't, don't worry. I'll just, I'll, I'll put them here and I, I won't, I won't eat them. Just give it a second. Give it a minute. We need. We need. (laughs) So, all of these ghosts will get have given up after, or or have given up after a little bit. But we need something stronger to make sure that this can end as soon as possible. We need to make him do something to show that he is going to change. You you mean like? Do you mean like? Like a smooch. I mean, I, no. I, I think these. Hold on. So these ghosts. I was just gonna steal his wallet and call it a day. Hold on. Can... I mean, you could still do that. <laughs> I, I got an idea. Did the did, did pneumatic tubes still work? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they should. All right. Uh, I'm going to write a message to Greta to have her send the. Uh, the Skavik guy in here. It's time. You got to deal with this once and for all. Yeah, as as you're writing the the note and you're like you you set it in there, uh, Pip, you you smell not just the chicken tenders, but you also smell some delicious sauce. Oh no! And you 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 catch just as Kotar uh, has dipped one of the chicken tenders in the dipping no! sauce. Uh, Kotar. <laughs> It looks so delicious, <laughs> and then you, the the tube as as the, the the message goes along the tube, yeah, reality kaleidoscopes around, and now I, I think I know what I'm gonna get on the tombstone because I was just about to say it's, it's real good too. <laughs> it's uh, I expected this, but not so soon. You know, I've recently been told that I can swear, Kotar, you're a bitch, man. <laughs> All right, well, you know, okay. You're new to Asha uh, in the Imperial Holdings. Uh, you're in um, that nice bar you were all in. This feels familiar. There's plenty of people having drinks, and they go, You know, when push comes to shove, that Kotar Ma'at was a, was a decent dude. That's true, that's true. Kotar, always so reliable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and you see uh, the, the bartender is like, what are you saying? I hope you're not saying anything bad about the man. And uh, <laughs> he was like, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. We really felt love from that guy. It's, you know, the day of all days. It, I, I, I think I know what's going to happen here is how equipped are you to deal with your own mortality? Well, uh, first of all, uh, what mortality again? I'm probably just going to buy a hull or something. Let me ask you a question. Do you think... I hear Vampirism's trendy. Did you just... Do you think that Mr. Miser didn't have a hole ready? Oh. Huh. 
Well, uh, certainly then, these are just uh, people grieving me. Um, <laughs> just, and you know, in, in a couple days, I'll be, I'll be good. Um, you know? Mr. Miser's spirit visited you, which means his spirit has already left his body and thus cannot be inserted into a hole. Do you know why that is? Uh, as if on cue, as, as Kotar Ma'at is like, like looking uh, pensively at the ground, the door opens up, somebody walks in with, uh, with an urn, uh, and is like, guess what I got? The man of the hour, Kotar Ma'at! Hey, catch, lads! And when he tosses it to one of the drunk guys, and the drunk guy makes no effort to catch it, and like, <laughs> a bunch of dust scatters all over the ground. <laughs> this, is, this is right tragic, is. That... Huh. Please tell me a little bit of the like spectral soot gets on Kotar's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, he's like, this is horrible. There's nobody weep for me. Probably not. Like, this yeah, what you could put in it's. What's it even take? Andrew, you spot in a dark corner. Um, you didn't notice them until uh, a heavy sob, a heavy sob at the uh, the urn falling. I uh, see an old bearded scoblander. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, says something uh, in scovic uh, and like raises a glass. Uh, raises, a, raises a glass to the sky and then to the soot and takes a drink. Uh, oh, this is the worst. Oh, I'm truly a wretched man. Well, um, oh, my ways should be changed. I'll pay my employees and thank my sister. That's good. Uh, but. This oh, is cruel. No, like, you definitely should do those things. Listen, okay, I'm gonna tell you something. I don't want this piece of information to change those conclusions. You need to promise me that this piece of information will not change those conclusions. You can... I'll promise you anything. I'm being shown my own death. All right, look over there. <gasps> what a handsome stranger. Dude, we've seen you following each other around the train. Yeah, it's really just, whatever this is, whether it's some kind of like uh, some some kind of she's all that situation or whatever. Just fuck already. I have not seen. I have not heard that telegram. Yeah, radio, what? I have not heard that radio play. But um, <laughs> I, I. Listen, I, I just am not in a space in my work where I can worry about relationships and that sort of thing, You all have right? more money than the immortal emperor himself. All right. All, all right. Just You're not time. in this space in your... Yeah, well, the immortal emperor wouldn't know what to do with money if it uh, bit his ass. But that's on the throne all the time, so who's ever seen his ass? You know, you're not in a space in your work to have a relationship. That's, you know what? Okay, just know that if you don't do anything, someday you will die. And that man, whoever he is, will cry in the corner of a bar as everyone else plays catch with your ashes. It's quite comical, actually. Mm hmm. Now, there's a possibility if you walk out of here today and start treating people in your life, including that guy, correctly that this will not happen maybe everyone in this bar will be crying over you one day if you treat them better or you know just like listen not everyone needs some air in your life it's 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 a little difficult to care about everyone simultaneously but like that car cares i do care about elephants ah he's got a name does he well, everybody has a name. Yeah, uh, it's. He has a name that you know, though. 
Yes, he's not just a handsome stranger. Uh, uh, are you ready for him to become a ghost in Frostfire? Because like, this is what's going to happen. Like, uh, he sits down next to the uh, unnoticing old man version. I, I don't think I would be ready for him to become a ghost and say such hurtful things to me. Just, just already do, do something. I mean, he. Well, he, I guess he can't really do that. We are trapped in a vision. It's worth an attempt, I suppose. He goes and uh, sits. He sits. Even though nobody can notice him except for you guys, he's like looking all shifty and like embarrassed. And he goes and he reaches uh, one hand over to the uh, tankard and sort of uh, puts it over uh, Elvin's hands. And Elvin uh, is like, this. the shade um, looks confused for a second, looks up, and then looks directly at Kotar. Kotar, Mabahansvans, it was not out of cruelty that you were picked, 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 but it was... Mr. Miser's love of you, of you. He was your one friend, or rather, you were his or his or his. You have a longer life ahead of you. May your life not be spent as wretchedly as Mr. Miser's, and it shall not reach an end as unceremonious. Go forth, go forth with what you have learned. And then, you guys are back in the booth. <sighs> he's he's in the one across. Like, just just go. Yeah. Just go, Nord. Elvind uh, opens up the booth. Kotar, uh, are, are you all right? And uh, Kotar goes, uh, "Sir." Uh, and, and 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 then uh, Elvind goes, "Ah, oh, yes." Uh. Andrew kicks him. I uh, well, sorry, ma'am. Uh, sorry for interrupting your conference with. And oh Kotar, says, uh, Kotar says, "Kotar uh, says, Elvind, there's." No reason to pretend. I... We need to talk about some things. It's wrong of me to string you along like this. And Elvin uh, goes, No, I, I I don't need anything more than this. If it's... I... No, you, we... I don't... You know... If, if, if all you want is... And the Kotar says, You misunderstand me. You do not ask for too much, but it is I who give too little. Uh, please, if we could be alone. I'm taking these chicken nuggets. And these onion rings. I just fought two ghosts, and I don't even get to see any of the fun stuff. You, you don't want to see what comes next. All right, fine. <laughs> I'm taking the I'm taking the nachos. Please leave the tenders; they're very good. It places them down slowly. Take the one. You can have two. Thank you. Just, just, just order your own. You can afford it. It's fine. You're right. Take the tenders. <laughs> oh, in fact, he writes down on a tube. One drink for all three. And he puts it out. All right. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And, um... Oh! Oh! Uh... Writes, uh, writes a check for, uh... For a, 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 a pretty small amount. Um, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, about, like... He writes, he writes a check for, like, uh... Like, the pay you get for, like, a line or two. Mm-hmm. Give this to that, uh, school teacher. I overheard something about them having uh, issues with their budget. Okay. Uh, sure. Cool. Oh, and, uh, and, uh, reaches for a pocket watch. Give this to that, uh, tall man in the trench coat. He was admiring it. Um, yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um. And, and, and give, and Elvin is like, uh, perhaps, uh, yeah, you guys should go. I, we, we still need to talk, yeah. and I don't know what the hell is happening here, small but. Okay, of, you guys have fun. Yeah, small acts of kindness are appreciated. Don't stop that, but a little bit more later. <laughs> okay, let's, I want to leave. Let's leave. Yeah. Let's just do that. 
You leave, uh, as if nothing happens, uh, Greta, uh, sees you and is like, So I suppose you guys would be liking some drinks? Yes. How's your time? How's your dinner? Uh, all expenses paid. Passengers are pretty nice, it seems. <sighs> Greta, I... Rich people, am I right? Yeah, I would love to stay and have a conversation, but I do need to go hand this check to a school teacher. <laughs> well, uh, perhaps you would like a tot of gin before you go? Yes. I I am 13. Oh, well, is that unusual here? Oh, yeah, I'm not allowed to... Well, I guess I... First of all, thank you for being the only adult who's not weird about me drinking. That said, I do hate alcohol. <laughs> Understood. Here, have some juice. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about being weird about you drinking, you know. It's all right. <laughs> some, 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 you know, some people in the plains are just a little stuck up and behind their ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, um, you're... So, I mean, people in Arubia, too. It's just I just the... don't want you to, like, don't, don't, don't hang up like me. I, I don't think you will. You're, you're smaller than that. But, like, it's just... Don't. I will attempt to have your virtues and not your flaws. Uh, Greta uh, slides a mojito down to Pip. Is, is there a, uh, is there mint in it? Yes. Okay. Uh, Pip eats the mint first and then just down the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, uh, <laughs> it's like dehydrated mint that uh, has only regained some moisture by being in the, the drink because, of oh, yeah. course, this is still, you know, <laughs> this is still the Shattered Isles and you're yep. on a train. <laughs> it was a mistake, but it's not a mistake that I regret. Thank you, Rao. This was my economy. All right. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead into the, uh, the, the little cold box because it looks like they have uh, ordered a little bit of sherbet. I think that's a good sign. You have a cold box? Oh, it's tremendously expensive. It's insane. Candace is gonna flip. We just made a lot of money. Um, I'm glad. You know what? Next time a rich person treats me on this train, I will order the shirt. <laughs> so yeah, you guys go ahead back through the empty parlor car <laughs> into the passenger car. You see that the school teacher is uh, looking pensively out the window, oblivious to the fact that... Um, Two of his students are like very clearly upset with each other. Uh, like, like it's palpable how pissed off these two teens are. All right, I'm going to also ignore that, and I'm going to tap the school teacher on the shoulder. Hi. Uh, for the last time, Arthur, you. Oh. Uh, yes. Um. Hello, my name is Angel. Um. A rich dude on this train apparently overheard you having budget issues, and he told me to give this to you. Oh. And she gives him the check. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Wow. Some Eruvian hospitality. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you, you know, I'm, I'm a Hadrathi teacher myself. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so he awkwardly says, uh, hello in Hadrathi. I guess Andrew says hello. Andrew says like the the uh, Andrew probably gets really excited actually. Uh, the only pronunciation shit. Yeah, the only reason I didn't process that immediately is because I know you're making a Glee reference to Will being a Spanish teacher right now. <laughs> um, uh, but Andrew probably brightens and does like the one sentence of really basic drafting that she's learned. <laughs> she does like I don't know. Uh, it is sunny today, <laughs> or something. Wow, that's great. Oh, that's 
that's actually really good. Especially because the sun isn't there anymore. <laughs> Shit, I didn't oh. think of that. No, that's actually, that's actually really, really good. good. That's actually really good. That's actually really good. I kind of love that. Uh, wow, uh, yeah, that's great. Man, let me tell you, if, if some, if, if the students I had were anything like you, uh, I'm sure you were great in school. Oh, I didn't go to school. I grew up in an orphanage. <laughs> also, it seems like two of your students are uh, maybe going to kill each other. Oh, uh, hey, hey, listen, stop arguing, all right? I figured out the subject of our next song. Orphans. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> As Strix passes by them, he whispers, You're not gonna make it to regionals. <laughs> it wasn't very hospitable, mate. Uh, sometimes brutal honesty is just the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> the guy in the um, the guy in the trench coat uh, sees you guys pass by to hand him the pocket watch. I don't know if you guys took. Did you guys take the pocket watch? Well, I mean, I, I assumed that Pip would take this one since that's what I, I assumed. I kind of wanted to keep the pocket watch, but Pip like I think Pip like walks past like just sort of sees him like uh, as he's sort of like still adjusting his prosthetic leg and just like. <laughs> Yeah, oh, fine. He goes back and he's like, "Here, take it." Oh, oh, you see, he adjusts a uh, weirdly askew mustache. Oh, what, what, what? Take what, sir? Yes, it. You look like interested in it. I listen. I, I, the only time that I need to tell is happy hour, and no, it's just pretty much just it. it here. <laughs> That's a really good joke that we grown-ups make. It is. Don't don't worry about it. It's it's fine. Just here you go. Enjoy. You'll get more enjoyment and satisfaction out of it than I will. It's. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. He takes it as you walk away. You see, furtively opens up his trench coat, revealing his uh, again just weirdly proportioned but like otherwise normal man body, uh, and puts the pocket watch with a bunch of other pocket watches in the trench coat. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. And as you guys come back to the crew car, you like, relax for a minute, decompress. Uh, the Pride of Duskwall enters the Lightning Barrier. Or rather, before it enters the Lightning Barrier even, uh, within view of the Pride of Duskwall uh, is the uh, the top of the uh, intensely tiered city cloud spire. The titular spire that touches the clouds uh, being visible as you approach. And as you pass through the Lightning Barrier, uh, the rest of it sort of... Um, Fall, seems to fall out from under it. The uh, the, the less affluent parts, uh, the middle of the spire, and then some of the poorer parts of the bottom, and then surrounding it, uh, just some like far more rickety spots with like little uh, imperial uh, like fenced off <laughs> uh, areas. Welcome to Cloud Spire. Yay! I'm home. Yay! Are, are there, is there three ghosts off in the distance looking at the train, sort of going, and just like <laughs> we did a good job. There are three cleared ghosts for you guys to mark off, Yay! by the way. And I hope you also marked off the magnet guy. Yes. Yes, they are They are um, outside of the lightning barrier. They s- swish and uh, they fly They fly off back towards Uduasha. <laughs> you know, I can't believe I was actually right. The challenge of this line was being stuck in a conversation with the Republican. <laughs> yep, yep. yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> yep, yes, just fully. Like uh-huh. that was a joke, but fully that also, was that was what happened. Mm-hmm. Also, yep. wow, guys, we avoided the one fight that wasn't against a child. Yay! <laughs> I mean, it was against an old old man, which is not that much better. It's cool. True. You guys have principles. Punches are for Why children. <laughs> old men are good. To be fair, I am a children. Yeah. Andrew is allowed to punch children, so it's okay. That's true. Because that's just a normal fight. Well, we I did think that's all. in the jewel that Hannah and Andrew would punch a child. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Whoa. That's true. That's true. That Hannah, Hannah I from would... Ghost on a Train would kill a child <laughs> if she needed to. Push comes to shove. I mean, no how, do mercy. You de- how do you define needed to? No mercy for well, children. Okay, uh, uh, you know, I assume a life and death situation, like a duel. I think that's it for this week on Ghost on a Train. <laughs> Join us next week for the layover. If they did not not have a serious conversation about their relationship by the end of this line, I was going to kill him myself. (laughs) All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But next time is uh, entering Cloudspire or Kethris, as uh, we'll call it in uh, Drathi. Andrew's return home. The first homecoming of this podcast. Bye! Bye. The pride of Duskwall, the noble locomotive, has once more made its way more or less safely to its destination as uh, passengers have left and the crew begin to uh, grab their uh, day clothes, prepared to uh, enjoy some downtime. The three line bulls are approached in the crew car by relative newcomer Greta the Scovlander, holding a uh, looks like a rolled up magnetic tube message uh, in her own hands, uh, her own massive hands. <laughs> Excuse me, I do not wish to interrupt you, but I, um, somebody left this, they sent it along with a tip, and they think it is clearly not for me, and I don't know where these go. We get tips? Well, I do, because service industry and all that. Uh, That's true. You deserve it, Greta. Is Candace paying you a living wage? It's abysmal how much Candace can get away with paying me on the assumption that I will get tips. Yeah, that is a pretty messed up thing about our our system of government. It's almost like you shouldn't count on people's gratitude to. Let... You know what? You know what? I'm not. I'm gonna get off my soapbox. But no, no, please come join me. Let's all stand upon a soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That sounds fun. I get to be tall. Pip stares into the middle distance directly at the listener. <laughs> That's right. He sees you. Yes. Well. uh... Yeah, here, here it is. Um, they, they sent the money back after a meal, so clearly it, it, that tape was mine, but they also just sort of wrote a bunch of stuff. Here it is. Uh, Dear Line Bulls. Oh. See, very, very from the beginning, I knew it wasn't for me. Uh, first to uh, Pippin McKeel. Uh, glorious bean pun? Uh, sorry to hear about your wine bottle. I do not believe I was here for those. Yeah, that was a weird day overall. It was a a previous adventure. Honestly, the beans were the least significant thing to happen. Well, maybe not the least significant thing. There was that guy with the pumpkin head who didn't end up really, really mattering much. But the beans definitely ranked low on the important things about that 
trip. Yeah, remember when Ismail was almost gonna let those children go without letting them know that their grandfather died? That was crazy! Yeah. (laughs) Alright, it appears as I uh, learn more about this train that, um, wow, I may have uh, made a tragic misstep somewhere in my life to Uh, lead me here. We just just have some very, uh, interesting guests. It's it's honestly... I'm getting that. Uh, Second to... Andrew Anderson. Oh, oh, that's you. That's uh, me. Keep up the good work with that dictionary oh. and uh, stay innocent. Cool. I'm trying <laughs> really hard. It's, it's not easy. Are you all right? Uh, you look like you're... Uh, it's been a weird few trips. Uh, here, here, here. <laughs> she <laughs> scoops Andrew up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, you're so strong. <laughs> There, okay. there, there, there. Yeah, thank you. You are strong too. Just because you cry, that does not. Tears, tears are also a form of strength. Oh my god! I can't tell if those were real tears or if Andrew was just trying to get Greta to interact with her. <laughs> no, no listen. Sometimes you just need a good cry. It's, it's, it's all right. All right. Well, um, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, yes. Well, um, uh, there's a third one. Two drinks. Oh, uh... You know, it's... Do do you go by Adric to anybody? When I was looking people up, uh, your name was Adric, but is is that's like, that's like, your father calls you Adric. Yeah, exactly, exactly. See, I don't, I don't really, I don't really go by Adric. Uh, Alright, so this isn't overly familiar. No, no last name, by the way? Oh, um, don't, (laughs) don't worry about it. Oh, well, I, I do not know how things are, such things are handled in Severus. I mean, in Scotland, we uh, usually just go by the um, the name of one of your parents and then, you know, followed by daughter or son or perhaps some sort of title that is earned. I, I have a last name. <laughs> Alright, don't, don't do this to him, guys. He'll tell us when he's ready. All right, well, uh, I do not wish to dig up anything uh, deep and mysterious uh, for this little suggestion. All right, uh, two tricks. Keep up the hard work of keeping everyone on their toes, and congratulations on your dueling victory. Dueling victory? How'd they know about that? Is this person following us? Do, Do we have a fan? Some sort of fan who is perhaps ever present, always listening in. Now, that just sounds ridiculous. How could they possibly... Like, if, if that were the case, they would be hearing stuff like that we were saying right now. Uh, she shows her tattoo of the Lady of Thorns. Perhaps you have gotten the favor of some forgotten god somewhere. Oh, damn. Beyond the pale, they were able to project their consciousness, if not their physical forms, for very long. Uh, perhaps you are being observed by some powerful entity beyond the veil of our reality. Everyone turns to look directly at the camera. <laughs> that no, no. Yeah, that's probably yeah. just a little creep. No, probably just a little creep. Probably just a little creep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, yeah. that far, but just like that's sick. Andrew is a child. I am a child. Andrew is a child. This is this much is true. It is it is fact and candid. But then there's other things uh, to the whole team. Keep up the good work and uh, stay sassy. Mm. 
I um We are pretty sassy. That, that one doesn't really seem directed at me. You're sassy. Um are you kidding? You're definitely sassy. You're very You're, sassy. Think Pip. of all of your interactions with Candace. Pip uh places his <laughs> hand Pip does like the side lean places his hand on his hip. Oh my god. <laughs> See, he just rests like that every now and again. <laughs> it, it's like this is like the fourth time this week. It is it is insane how how whenever Un- unless unless you're doing something else that is your default pose. You're always sitting around full of sass. <laughs> you are. Truly never met a person sassier than Chipper McKeels. It's, it's comfortable, alright? It's, it, this is just how I stand it's comfortably. It's a power pose. Look, it's it's perfectly fine. You just exude this uh this this underlying sass. It's it's cool. There is also a part to Candace here. Oh. Um, Candace What? Uh, it appears some, uh, fan or forgotten god or creep would like you to stay classy. I don't want to know. All right. Well, that's kind of classy, you know? <laughs> Letting it, uh, just sort of wash off like a duck's. I really admire Candace. Candace is cool. It'd be cool if she paid us more, but yes. like, Candace is cool. It, didn't we have like, a whole thing at the beginning of this where like, she needs to, you know, pay a reasonable living wage without tips? Cause... Oh, it's just so hard, though, because she's so, like, affable at points. <laughs> <laughs> she is, but also, like, you, you know, the, having to tip just puts the impetus on, like, the actual, like, recipient rather than the person uh, who's supposed to be paying you for a living wage. It's, it's... You are correct, Pippin McKeel. I, I cannot let the charm of her front-facing personality hide the uh, problems that she's perpetuating with our wages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes being charming's not enough. Hey, hey wage slavery is a, is a real thing. This is very serious. Well, either way, this is the end of the uh, the note. Love your longtime fan, Kyoko Kari. Well, um, nice. it's it's pronounced Ki-o-ko, oh yeah, they, they, they spelled it out. Seriously, love you guys, keep it up. That's a weird name. I've never heard anything like it. I, I think you might be onto something with, like, the, uh, Forgotten God kind of thing. Or maybe they're from, like, Tichiros. Maybe it's some agent of the Emperor or something sending us some kind of coded note. Or, like, a, uh, someone who doesn't like the Emperor sending us a coded note. It could be a coded note, is what I'm saying. Because that we... would make the duel stuff, like, make sense if it wasn't actually referring to the literal duel. If it was, if it was like, code for something. I just yeah. don't know what. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alright, quick. Try try rearranging the, the letters in Kyoko Kari. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Greta, can I see that? <laughs> uh, yes. I need to know the spelling. Sure, okay. sure, yeah. Not, not knock yourself out. But, yeah. um, I'm gonna mail him a brick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright then. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to hope that um, any uh, creeps or fans or passengers from tra- tra- far travelers, either from uh, Fortitus Ticheros or uh, perhaps uh, some forgotten god, I will. I will. I'll, I'll take any of these notes for you. Really encourage these these uh, entities to send more, more notes, uh, coded messages. Uh, perhaps. Uh, should Should they leave us reviews? I uh, like. Oh, like in the suggestion box or or elsewhere. Like. Ah, <laughs> oh, I, I think just on whatever platform of choice they happen to enjoy us on. I, I, 
I think we mightily appreciate that. Oh yes, like perhaps the train platform. Yeah, the train platform. The train platform. There's the big there's the big wall where you can write down how good a train <laughs> is. And it would be really helpful, I suppose. We'd get I'd get more tips if more people were on uh, were on our train. Yeah, the one on. And they'd uh, probably be more likely to do that with more good reviews on on the platform. Oh yeah, the one on uh, Apple Street, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, you, you mean iTunes? The one on Apple Street, or perhaps uh, some kind of uh, chasing. Some sort of like a like a like a pod of chasers. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Those those would be good places. Those are great walls to leave us uh leave us some reviews on. Hey, hey, can you can you leave reviews on on Spotify? What's a Spotify? Hey, have you not been? It's it's this this big place, kind of like an open air arena, but like they they, they got like everything playing there simultaneously. But it's, it's you got you got to pay a subscription to get get into. Otherwise, so they're gonna throw ads at you. Uh, well, I mean, would you be, really be able to hear the ads over everything playing at once? That sounds like a uh, like 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 uh, some kind of chaos. Sometimes I just have no idea what you guys are talking about. Truly, I, I believe that if this were in fact just a normal creep and not some strange forgotten god, then perhaps we would have totally confused them. So win-win, I suppose, right? Yeah, I guess. Either, either. Uh, <laughs> If you're a creep and don't understand this, uh, I guess you can stop listening. But <laughs> if you do get this, <laughs> seriously, leave us reviews and suggestions and all that. I, I think that about cuts it. Yay! Pride of Dustball is now arriving. Please allow all passengers to exit the train before boarding. This has been Ghosts on a Train, where we've played Ghost Lines, an RPG written and designed by John Harper. All of our music by Sebastian Black. Our cover art is by Yoshiko Agresta. Your line bowls for this trip were... Andrew Anderson, badge name Dunville, played by me, Hannah. Adric, a.k.a. Drix, badge name Colburn, played by me, Stefan. Pippin. Pip McKeel, badge name McKeel, played by Guy. And I have been your conductor, Greg. If you have any questions about the Pride of Duskwall or additions to suggest for the train, please email them to ghosttrainpod at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter at ghosts underscore train. And I'll have Candace bring them to the line bowls. Thank you for riding with us, and please consider traveling with us again next time. This program was brought to you by a network of dedicated artists with creative souls just like just like yours. 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 yours Faustian yours, Nonsense yours, thanks yours, you for your, your patronage. Yeah. Just like yours.